and welcome to the second ever episode of the Hubcast. I'm your host Tom Parry and today I'm very excited to be joined by Saucy Young. How are you Saucy? I'm good, how are you doing? I'm not too bad at all, I'm not too bad. A bit hot in this room, apologies for that. Yeah, it's a bit stuffy. It's very, very stuffy in here and I'm also really hungry but I haven't got any food on me but I'll have to rectify that afterwards. So Saucia is my guest today and Saucia is on the exec committee for Bristol Hub and basically that means we have a committee of students who are all really, really amazing and do oh. lots of really, really amazing <laughs> things um, for Bristol Hub and that's all to tie in with our kind of ideal of being student-led. Yeah, um, very well said. So that's why Saucia's joining me today and she'll come on to talk about uh, her involvement in the hub later on in the podcast um, but to start with uh, why don't you just in- introduce yourself to the listeners in general okay. Saoirse where um, are you from what's your story oh my story <laughs> very exciting um, yeah so I'm Saoirse hi guys nice to be on the show um, I grew up in Singapore I was born and raised there uh, this is actually my first time living in the UK coming to uni so seasons are weird I did don't not even know this yeah. until just about half an hour ago <laughs> that yeah. you lived in Singapore and I didn't know I definitely didn't know this is the first time that you've actually lived yeah. in England yeah I, first time I experienced seasons in first year that is was it a just, weird one is it just flat hot in Singapore yeah. basically just hot sunny sometimes more rainy than others yeah and that's about it do you like the seasons I don't like winter not okay you're not happy at the moment then. nah nah it's just a bit wet it's wet there's no cold sun. and dark yeah it's like what's there to like unless there's snow the snow days are good. That's I did true. enjoy those. That is true. We did have some good snow in Bristol last year. Yeah. Fingers good. crossed for some more this year. Oh, I hope so. That'd yeah. be good fun. Yeah, it'd be good. Uh, yeah, but I study psychology. I'm in my final year now. And um, I, like Tom said, I'm on the Bristol Hub Committee. I'm the Bristol Hub Ambassador. Basically means that I support our lovely president, Jocelyn. Mm-hmm. Um, she's amazing. She does so much more than she should. Yeah, she is Absolutely fantastic, as are all the committee members. Yes, so, but, uh, everyone. Jocelyn is president, uh, kind of takes the lead on it, and she's great. She's going to be on the show at some point, I'm sure. Oh, I hope so. I'm sure I hope she so. Will. I look forward to hearing her show. Um, yeah, everyone on the committee is amazing. We all support each other a lot. We all try and do a lot of events and stuff. Um, we're going to have a Christmas puzzle quiz soon, so mm-hmm. come along if you're listening. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, yeah, so I guess the exec committee... Is, is one of a few committees that we have. Um, yeah. I might have explained this last week in last week's episode if you were listening. Um, but if not, uh, all of our projects, our volunteering projects, uh, well, most of them have student-led committees specifically for the project to help coordinate those. Um, and then, as Sorsha said, we have one big exec committee yeah. that does the, the general events and the general fundraising events and kind of like recruitment for everything and um, lots of really, really cool stuff. We um, try. Well, you you try and you succeed. I'm telling you, trust me. <laughs> don't, don't put yourself down. Um, cool. Yeah. So, to give a little um, sense of what we're gonna what we're gonna do today, um, if you were listening last week, um, it was me chatting to my manager Emma Mannion, and the first thing we did was we played a little fun game, fun That's in inverted good. commas. I hope it's fun for you, and I hope it's <laughs> I'm fun for sure listeners. I'm sure it's gonna be fun. Um, and basically, what I'm gonna do is ask you, um, not really questions, but I'm gonna give you two different things so cats or dogs and you have to quickly reply over which one you yeah, prefer essentially sounds good. so I'm we're going to do that in a sec and then um so she's going to chat about her social action journey which is a bit of jargon that we use in bristol hub but i'll, I'll explain about that in a bit and then um she's also going to chat about some causes 
quite close to your heart and, and some other things that you've done with Crystal Hub before. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, cool. So uh, make sure you stay tuned in for that and we're going to kick off with our fun game. Are you ready? Yeah. You ready I'm, and ready to go? Yeah, I'm I don't, ready. I, I, I just want one word answers, no elaboration. Okay, no If you want to elaborate on something at the end, you can. Ooh, if, okay. if you feel like you gave a particularly controversial answer and you want to clear it up. But, okay, not to... But not until the end, okay? okay? All right, go. here we go. First one, which is one that a classic one we're going to use every week. Cats or dogs? Cats. Book or film? Book. Shower or bath? Ooh, bath. iPhone or Android? Android. Chocolate or sweets? Ooh, chocolate. Um, Lakota or lounge? Lakota. Interesting. Top bunk or bottom bunk? Ooh, oh. Uh, top bunk. Top bunk, Okay. And last one, another Bristol specific one, Flaffle King or Eater Pitter? Flaffle King. Flaffle King. Oh, interesting. Okay, I'm going to get some hate for that. There but... we go. Well, um, some very interesting answers there. Yeah. That maybe that, that, that leads me, that gives me some more insight into you and the, the listeners, some yeah. insight into you. I'd like to explain the top bunk. The reason for this yeah. is because I used to have to sleep on the bottom bunk because my sister used to terrify me into the fact that it was going to fall and collapse onto me and she didn't want to be the one to die wow this is some real childhood trauma yeah, that we've got in. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't i didn't mean to didn't that was mean a to... good one but um the ironic part was that my sister went to a hostel i think two months ago and was sleeping in the top bunk and it collapsed genuinely yeah so wow How, was the, were they both okay the people sleeping yeah there? they were fine she was quite out of it okay so, and luckily there was no one underneath so oh, that, she was wow. all good but yeah, so top bunk all the way now. I don't understand people that like the top bunk. Um, I went travelling around Vietnam over summer, and oh, nice. luckily I was with I was with my good friend Josh Hampson. If you're listening, hello Josh. Um, and he always wanted the top bunk, and I always wanted the, the bottom bunk. Oh, so I guess ideal. we were a perfect companion. But I don't understand why people want top bunk. Well, now you know why it might be a good thing. Yeah, to have out of fear, bunk. I guess. Out but it's fear. just it's just annoying. It like to have annoying. to jump down in the middle of the night, you can't put stuff on the floor and like have your water bottle there. Uh, see, no, it's just irritating. I, I don't kinda get like it. the challenge. Like a lot of the bunks I stayed in when I was travelling didn't have any ladders. So you'd have to get really creative on how to get up to the oh, top okay. bunk. I don't want kinda... that kind of creativity when I just want to go to sleep. Fair enough. I can't mm. argue with that. Were there any other particularly controversial answers? So we asked Lakota or Lounge, um, if you're in Bristol, you'll know what those mean. Uh they're two nightclubs. Mm. Um Lounge is maybe the cheesiest nightclub that exists in the world. <laughs> yeah. Um, and Dakota is more of like, I don't really know how to explain Dakota necessarily. It's kind of more of like a. Um, it's got a bit of everything. Yeah, there's there's a bit more of a um, not cult, culture's not the correct word, but a, a like community. a community and like um, there's I don't know, it's better. It, yeah. it is better than it's, lounge, but some people. I'm glad would, you agree. Some people. Well, it's better objectively. Uh, but it depends what kind of music you like, I guess. Yeah, I think Lakota has quite a nice um, community. There's just a lot of weird and wonderful people, mm. no matter which night you go to. That is a good point. Which yeah. I think, you never really meet someone nasty there, mm. which I think is quite nice in a club. Not that you meet nasty people at Lounge. Is it Lounge or Lizard Lounge? It's Lizard Lounge, yeah. Oh, man. Lizard Lounge, it's yeah. It's changed back. We should say there are other nightclub establishments in Bristol if people wanted to go to them. Yes. These are the only two. <laughs> They're the only two. You can't go anywhere um, else. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. Right. I think that 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 tells us a lot about you, Sorsha. Yeah. I'm intrigued. So we'll move on to the the core questioning, the core of the podcast. Right. 
Um, and the first question I'm going to ask you, uh, as I'm going to ask uh, most of our guests, is what is your social action journey? And just quickly, I'll explain for anyone that maybe wasn't listening last week or hasn't heard that term before. It's kind of a term that we use a lot in Bristol Hub. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, I guess, just as it says, like what what led you to be involved in social action? What, what, what did you do maybe in your childhood or your teenage years? Or what do you do now? How, how did you get into it, I guess? Um, I think my social action journey started when I was about 17. Um, and I was looking to doing some volunteering in like my last years of school. Yeah. And they run a program in my old school called 2020, which essentially, because in Singapore they speak a lot of different languages and not everybody speaks English. And we had a lot of um, Mandarin cleaning ladies. And yeah. um, it essentially was a program where they'd train some students to like a couple of techniques and stuff on how to teach English. And then uh, twice a week you'd meet up with any of the cleaning ladies who wanted any help with like CVs or job interview applications and like learning how to speak in an interview. That's really nice. And just basic English. Um, yeah. So that was like how I began volunteering and I, yeah. I loved it. I Was that an international school? So like Yeah, so I went to a British international okay. school. So most of the students spoke English, if not all. Um, most of them had some form of British in them. Yeah. But um, it still had a collection. Yeah, of... that sounds like a really nice project and a nice way to start. Yeah, it was especially lovely. giving back to people that I guess kind of are helping that, like that that school run and yeah. and kind of behind the scenes and being able to give back to them. I guess that was quite nice and quite rewarding. Yeah, it was really lovely, and you gained a lot of um, respect for the women because you were essentially you got paired with the same woman um, for yeah. the whole time. So I was paired with someone called Xiao Xiaoling. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was amazing. She ended up inviting me to her family Chinese New Year. Which oh, was, did you go? I did. Did it, you? It amazing. was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, so Chinese New Year runs like over a whole week and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of festivities. I went to the one that wasn't immediate family. Uh, okay. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think my Mandarin's that good. Right. Can you you can speak Mandarin then? Very it? little. Very little. I did a GCSE in it, but. Can you give us any? Can you give it? Can you give us some Mandarin um, right now? Put you on the spot. Anyhow. <laughs> Yeah, how does that mean what, hello? Yeah, Wajel Sorsha. So that's my name is Sorsha. And um, oh, if for any Mandarin speakers listening, <laughs> yeah, I do apologise. Yeah. Um, but Wajel Singapore. So I live in Singapore. Oh, very yeah. good. More ones. talents that I didn't know you had that are coming out. Amazing. Cool. Uh, yeah, but that was the beginning of my journey. Um, the lady I ended up helping out after I finished school as well during my gap year just leading the project which was really nice uh i also did some volunteering in cambodia on my gap year that lasted two months and that was um again basically doing the same kind of thing but training some of the teachers that were in some of the cambodian schools that wanted help with like grammar and how they were meant to teach in kids and stuff yeah and that was amazing really rewarding stuff if you ever want to go to cambodia starfish foundation lovely people I might let that down. I'm annoyed I didn't go to Cambodia whilst I was oh, in Vietnam this summer. I should have gone. You yeah. should. All of Southeast Asia is somewhere you should go. But Vietnam yeah, is amazing. Yeah. It's a truly phenomenal place. Um, then I went to Namibia and did a dance education program where we basically performed... Da- oh, gosh. Sorry, I'm a little bit ill, so my voice is Yeah, I should say a big, a big thank you for Sorsha for coming in today because you are... Uh, recovering, still recovering <laughs> from an illness. So thank you very much for joining uh, no me. No worries. I'm happy to be here. 
Um, but yeah, so it was a dance education program. So we did, uh, basically you, t um, worked with the dance troupe that was already there and, um, you created a dance with them based on an issue that was happening in Namibia at the time. So our years was, um, orphans and vulnerable children. It's a 20 minute piece. And then you travel around Namibia and perform it in different communities and afterwards have a Q and A with the community members hand out some leaflets on how that they can deal with the problem and stuff like that. They did some also dance pieces on like HIV, um, rape, stuff like that. Some heavy, heavy topics, but yeah. it was amazing. Like you got to go into the prisons as well. Yeah. Interact with some of the um, jail members and stuff like that. Wow. Really incredible project. And you were like, um, kind of, were you teaching the dance? No, so thing, I or? was, I was an intern. So I, went to they have a dance troupe of about 20 people yeah uh, 20 namibians and um there was like five interns that come in for six weeks yeah and um you basically bring your dance style um and also interact with them and then create the piece together for about three weeks and then you travel as a tour group for three weeks yeah and then um any questions that they have for you they tend to like translate into now can't remember the actual language in Namibia. Oh God. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, and they translate some of the answers that you might have from yeah. your country or if we had any particular approaches to something mm. they had asked for it and stuff. But it was really wow. good. I that sounds to, amazing. Yeah, it was honestly one of my favorite experiences. Yeah, I'd love to go back. Yeah, that reminds me of um, a film I went to see uh, like not too long ago and I really oh, yeah. can't remember the name of it now. Uh, but it it's about... Um, uh, it's about it's it's about these women in Nepal who were mm. like trafficked into circus basically, um, oh, and were God. treated really really horribly in the circus, um, and then they kind of like they got freed or whatever, and then they formed like a like a group, um, and they they used these skills that under these horrible conditions they'd had to learn, but mm. um, to like form their own circus troupe, and then they went oh, around the country like performing. Um, performing their circus skills and performing like role plays and stuff like that um, to kind of raise awareness for trafficking and stuff like that. So it sounds kind of similar. I recommend that film and I would say what the name of it is if I can remember, <laughs> which is really annoying. I'll try to look um, it up later. Yeah, it sounds yeah. really cool. Yeah, it's an amazing project. Um, wow, that's, there's, there's so much there and I'm sure there's more. Have you, have you got there, more of it more, more in your journey? There is more. Um, it now comes to uni though, um, yeah. Bristol Hub, mm. which is exciting. Um, I took a year out of volunteering and stuff in first year, mainly because I was uh, unaware and naive of the opportunities that were around. But um, I came across the social innovation program in second year. Cool. Highly recommend it. It's a program that Bristol Hub run. It basically, you work for about five or six weeks, no, six to eight weeks in groups of about five or six. And you work as almost um, consultants for various charities so you'll get paired with a charity that will present you with a problem and um, then you will help as a team solve the problem with them so it's usually the problem that they'll have is that something that they have a lack of funds to be able to solve themselves or a lack of manpower which is why it's amazing that us students with all of the abundance of spare time we have yeah. can sit down and do the research so I was actually paired with a charity called self-injury support yeah um, and their problem was that they had a very outdated website. Uh -huh. Their website was about 10 to 15 years old and it, it did not look good. 
but they know that they didn't look good. Um, and that's what they, they brought you in for, I yeah, guess. So yeah, so they wanted basically us to do some research on how to improve a website, what kind of things improve online fundraising, yeah. um, how to get their message better across. And so we did that. We actually won the presentation, which was amazing at the end. Brilliant. You also get paired with Burgess Salmon, yeah. which is an amazing lawn firm. And um, so you get a lot of support throughout. Bristol Hub also do a bit of training and you just it's definitely a volunteering program that you get a lot out of it that you put in as well. Um, I actually ended up doing or like liking the charity so much that I did a summer internship with them as well. Brilliant. And I still work for them now. I do half a day each wow. week, which is good. Um, I work for them and accrediting the information that they have. Yeah. And making sure that all their stuff online is well researched um we're currently working with the nhs and trying to see whether or not we can put in a program to help nurses and doctors understand how to approach people with self-injury a bit more yeah so the charity's main focus is um helping to understand and support people who self-injure and a good way of approaching it and that's currently where my journey's ended i guess or continuing amazing Sorry, i mean that, that is no that is that is honestly quite a journey um and really 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 interesting and really varied as well everything that you've done so just just to put apart a couple of things that you said um like i think you, you did just explain self-injury support but um maybe maybe like if you could kind of explain just broadly what, what they do like in general yeah so a lot of their stuff is their main thing that they do at the moment is that they have a helpline yeah. and that runs from tuesday to thursdays uh, they're a group of five women like that's all the yeah like support that they have really other than uh, the bursaries and stuff um but yeah they essentially are a helpline for anybody who is self-injuring um, know someone who self-injures and doesn't know what to do about it or a family member who's struggling with what's going on um, and they also run training programs and uh, have a resource hub online so if you go online there's loads of little leaflets and guides if you just want like a quick answer to understanding something or if you want a self-help guide or to tell you how to d- like different tactics that you might try to distract yourself instead of self-harming um, they have that as well and then they do training professional training as well if you want to um yeah so one of the things that they were doing is they're currently trying to go into the nhs and the bmi hospital has been really receptive i was privileged enough to sit in on a couple of sessions with their doctors and nurses oh really yeah it was amazing cool that sounds like a a really really amazing project i'm definitely going to check them out um i don't encourage anyone anyone listening to check them out as well yeah please um (laughs) Donate away. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, the next thing I was going to touch on, so obviously you spoke about uh, a, a couple of the things you did but abroad, volunteering mm. projects abroad. Um, and I just wondered if you had any um, advice or guidance for someone that's thinking about doing something volunteering and they like, oh, I'd really like to do it in a different country. Okay. Um, yeah, like I highly recommend volunteering abroad um it can be done really well there are some charities that will well no i say charities and stuff but there are some that potentially aren't as beneficial yeah um i'd say one of the things that you should check if you're volunteering with children a good flag on whether or not you're doing something that would have been beneficial to them is whether or not they ask you for a security check interesting um yeah 
yeah, that was one thing that I was really happy with both Namibia and Cambodia is that they asked me for a DBS check because they were like, you're working with children, we need to make sure that you're a safe person. Um, and that tends to show that the charity is a bit more informed and a bit more legit about the kind of people they're bringing in to help. Yeah. Um, I'd also try to make sure you have a substantial amount of time, if you're, especially if you're working with vulnerable people because they can become quite attached quite easily. And if you're only there for two weeks teaching English, then you might not actually be able to guide very well um, because there might be some things that you'd start touching up on, but then you have to leave. You have to leave, yeah. So having a, some time and just make... Honestly, most of the stuff out there is good and you can do some ama amazing projects with it um, and you can help a lot of people, but just make sure that you are well researched in the charity that you're going towards and what kind of thing that they're presenting. Also, if they're asking you for money, ask where that money is going and yeah. what kind of stuff that's going towards because quite a few charities will ask you for like a thousand pounds to go build houses and stuff, but they won't necessarily tell you what that money's going towards and if it's going towards the resources to build it and stuff like that, then fine, but sometimes it can be less happy <laughs> yeah definitely that sounds like really really great advice um it just just reacting from that immediately like for someone that's never done volunteering of that nature like abroad mm. um that's 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 all immediately like really really useful yeah um, and oh, so I, I hope so <laughs> yeah it is and i i think you're right that that sometimes as you said it's just about being aware and, and researching and making sure that the organization is doing good yeah i guess because um, yeah, as you said unfortunately there will be some that not necessarily intentionally but they just won't be having the impact that yeah they, well, they should be a lot of volunteering abroad nowadays it has become a massive thing and it can help mm. a lot of people but there are some people that are slightly abusing the nature of volunteerism and yeah. how it's impacting different communities definitely so it's just a couple of things to be aware to of be but aware overall of sure. there are definitely opportunities abroad that i would highly recommend Cool. are amazing excellent um well it's been very very fascinating to find out about everything you've done so sure. lots and lots <laughs> of stuff i didn't realize um and i think to to end what would be really cool is as much as everyone hates this question um oh god well you can ask me. <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's a very general question that you probably as you're in third year get asked a lot mm. uh, but <laughs> but where do you see yourself going i don't know where do you see your maybe do you see your where do you see your social action journey going potentially or just what, what are your plans oh it's a excellent question <laughs> but a tricky right. one to answer yeah you're right a lot of people have been asking me that lately especially my parents hello <laughs> um yeah i i have kind of two journeys maybe i do want to continue making a social impact i think it's a big part of who i am now and i've really enjoyed all the stuff i'm doing so far especially the stuff in bristol hub to be honest i'm loving helping you guys make an impact on different students and getting yeah. them outside of the Bristol bubble. Um, I want to work in a charity that involves mental health. Mm -hmm. Ideally, I'd work for self-injury support, but yeah. unfortunately, there's just not enough funds not for enough me fun, to yeah. work there. Yeah. Um, either that or I do want to be a drama therapist eventually. But What does drama therapist mean? Uh, so drama therapy is using dramatic techniques in a therapeutic situation. They often work with um, autistic children and stuff. Yeah. So it's uh, people with autism often struggle in social situations and it can make them uncomfortable 
So um, using drama, you can teach them a bit about body language, um, facial expressions and stuff that might make it uh, like sarcasm. Yeah. Stuff that they might find confusing and uncomfortable, but by doing it in a drama situation, they might be find it a bit easier later on in regular situations. So that kind of that's stuff. That's really cool. Yeah, it should be really cool, but I think that's a bit further down the line. Yeah, is it a, is it a qualification you have to get? In order yeah, to do that? so two years... Two year masters, which, cool. yeah, I need to make sure I really want it <laughs> yeah. before I go into that. Yeah, one. definitely. You don't want to go into that half hearted. Yeah. Amazing. So, lots of different things that you might be going in to yeah, do. Yeah, it should be good fun. And continuing to hopefully making, making an impact. Um, Fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, I'm actually, yeah, really, really impressed is the wrong word because it sounds kind of patronizing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't mean it like that, but like all the stuff that you've been involved in sounds really really amazing and really worthwhile oh, thank you um and we are very lucky to have Sorsha on our exec committee um <laughs> yeah they they do Sorsha and the rest of the committee does really great work for us uh i'm gonna ask you one final thing oh, i'm gonna be annoyed no i'm gonna put okay. you on the spot even further oh go for it for anyone listening who isn't involved in bristol hub and is maybe thinking about it whether that be volunteering whether that be the social impact so like volunteering on a project, so like Schools Plus, um, mm-hmm. or getting involved in the social impact program, or maybe applying to be one of our committee members. Yeah. What would you say, in, in short, why should people get involved with Bristol Hub? Oh, it's a good question. Uh, it's one of those things that I'm just like, well, because you should. Yeah. <laughs> but no, there needs to be more to it than that. Um, honestly, because Bristol Hub's one of those things that I think you don't necessarily get much of an opportunity to do this later in life. Yeah. Unless this is like your physical job, but it helps you out so much. And I can't stress enough how much volunteering is actually amazing for your CV. Like it's a way of getting all of the different skills that you might do in an internship somewhere else, but you're also making an impact in the, to the community that you live in. Yeah. And it's just an amazing way to get out of the uni bubble Mm-hmm. There's so many amazing things that Bristol does and it's good to actually get out there and see it for yourself. Like one of the other things on the social innovation program was um, in Easton. Easton is a place in Bristol. It's not one that I've been to often yeah. because it's quite far out, but it's actually awesome. Yeah. There's so many things going on over there mm-hmm. and such a good community feeling. But you, you would never see it as a uni student unless you had a reason to go out there. So and I think, they give you a reason to go yeah, out there. Yeah, Bristol Hub give you a reason. They yeah. have a lot going on. Plus, I think if you're going to volunteer anywhere, Bristol Hub's quite good because you've got a variety of different opportunities. You can do sports, you can do code club, um, you can help social isolation in old people. There's just so much stuff that you can do. Um, plus, it's like your own little family at uni mm. which is quite nice <laughs> lovely I think that was a great answer oh thank um, you and just to echo what Sorsha said I think when you spoke about all the benefits to you in terms of your CV and the skills that you progress and also also benefit in the community Emma mentioned this last week but Bristol Hub we're really really big on, on our double um, double impact model oh, yes. um, which is as Sorsha said it's 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 been um beneficial to the students that are involved in volunteering and also being beneficial to the community at the same time yeah. um, which is great um, 
And yeah, I'd encourage anyone that is thinking about getting involved to check out our website. We're hopefully going to be running some one-off volunteering events pretty soon. Yeah. We just had a committee meeting and we're talking about doing uh, uh, kind of like a Christmas card and Christmas decoration making session um, and sending them out to, to kind of like socially isolated um, people in the community. Um, so yeah, keep an eye on the website, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, etc. Keep listening to the podcast. Sign up for the week, sign up for the newsletter. Um, but yeah, I think that brings us to the end yeah. of, of today's podcast. Um, once again, big, big thank you, Sorsha, for coming in, especially as you are a little bit ill. I really appreciate that. And as I said, it was really, really fascinating to hear. And I'm sure all the listeners uh, are going to think the same too. Well, thank you for having me. I've actually enjoyed it. I was nervous before going on, so you've made Why it nice you and nervous? easy. No, you were a natural. Um, oh. Thank you. So yeah, um, do all those things that I just said and make sure you tune in next week uh, for the next episode of the podcast. Yeah, and make sure to look out for the pub quiz. Yes, Christmas up. pub quiz, Christmas that is also quiz. coming up. Yeah, and be... get out your Christmas jumpers. Definitely. Because there'll be a prize. Definitely. Cool. Hope everyone enjoyed it. And yeah, see you next week, everyone. Bye. Bye.